What's up, guys? Welcome to the Who Better Than You podcast. The podcast where we dive deep into self-development and how to implement more of it into our daily lives. My name is Gina. I'm a 28-year-old fitness coach and yoga instructor, and I have met many other women in their 20s sharing the same struggles as me. I figured it was time to get raw about what it's like navigating life at this age. Half figured out, half hot mess. Get ready to embrace your inner strength, defy expectations, and step into your power. It's time to conquer imposter syndrome and become the unstoppable force God has created you to be. No matter what life throws at you, there's nobody better than you for this journey. Let's dive in. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Who Better Than You podcast. My name is Gina, and I will be hosting your show. First of all, I wanted to say Happy New Year and Happy Holidays. I haven't made an episode since the week before Christmas, so it's been a nice little break and reset for me, spending a lot of time with family and just trying to visualize what I see for this show moving into 2024. I hope that your holiday was just as restorative and that you had plenty of time to think about what it is you want to do moving into this new year. I know everyone has said it, it's very cliche, but like, I can't see another cookie table until next Christmas, respectfully. Um, I actually started, I was talking about this on my Instagram a little bit. I'm starting this challenge called the 75 soft. So the 75 part is very, very popular. Um, and the reason I didn't do 75 part, which I'll talk about more in a second is because I just felt like with my current schedule, it genuinely, like there would be days I genuinely couldn't do all the things and I don't want to I don't want to cheat either. Like I don't want to miss a day and then still say that I completed the challenge because I think that's not true. So with the 75 soft, the rules are the same, just a little less intense. So the first thing about the challenge is drinking a hundred ounces of water every day, which might not seem like a big task for some people, but for me, like personally, If I'm not conscious of it, I could go an an entire day without sipping quite literally anything. I don't even like to drink really. I don't even finish my coffee. So a hundred ounces of water is going to be a big challenge for me, but I'm excited about it because obviously I know I need to be drinking more water. Um, The second part is one 45 minute strength training or some type of exercise, some type of movement for six days a week with one day active rest. Um, I kind of took a little part of the 75 hard where it requires two 45 minute workouts, one of them being outdoors and then one, however you'd like. So for the second 45 minutes, I'm doing a 30 minute walk outside every day, um, with my dog, because again, that's something that I can get really lazy about if I'm not conscious of it. So I've been starting my mornings walking him first thing. And it's been like, it really does change the trajectory of your day. And I think even though it's cold outside, it's something about it. It's like, it just like wakes me up and gets me ready. So that's the second part of it. The third part is taking a progress picture every day, which, you know, no big deal. And reading 10 pages of a book every day. Now for the 75 soft, it does not require you read <clears throat> like a nonfiction book, but in 75 part it does. So I'm kind of taking pieces of both challenges to make my own little blend, if you will. So I will be reading 10 pages of a nonfiction um, every day as well. So 
Oh, and then just following a structured diet plan and only drinking social occasions. But again, I'm just following the 75 hard there and doing no drinking because I don't drink that much anyway. And I think it would just be good to completely, you know, disassociate from it for a bit. So that's going to be what I'm doing for the next couple months here. And what I was saying on my Instagram is I've never been a really big fan of these like uh, New Year resets and these challenges because sometimes it just feels extremely overwhelming and like there's this expectation that we have to change our lives in a whole day. Like everybody's talking about their vision boards. Everybody's talking about how they're going to be so different this year. You know, the gyms are extremely crowded and the intentions are really great and I love the idea and the grit behind it. But I just think that it applies this pressure that like from December 31st to January 1st, we're just going to be this like new version of ourselves. And I think that the want to be better should be there, but I, I just don't see the productivity in thinking like overnight, all these things are going to change. And that's what you see a lot of times happens at the beginning of the year. People make jokes about the gyms being crowded because People go so hard so quick, like they go zero to a hundred literally. And then what happens naturally, like anything, they just fall off of it. So I think my biggest thing going into this challenge and the year and the plans that I have for this podcast and, um, for my yoga business is just slow and steady. It's about being better than who I was last year. It's right. It's just me versus me, nobody else. And being graceful and and just taking it step by step and having the thought every day, like, what can I do today? One thing today, what can I focus on that's going to get me somewhere further tomorrow? Instead of trying to tackle the whole mountain, it's it's literally like a step-by-step process. So with that being said, what I wanted to talk about today for our first episode of the new year is what's the word? And this is something that I've adopted from church sermons over the past couple of years where every year as they start January, they have a word for the church for the year. And that word is what they build their messaging off of and they put all their intention into growing that specific word. So whether that's peace, whether that's generosity, whether that's value, um, that's the word that they basically grow all the limbs from. And I thought that tied really nicely into kind of what I just said, like taking one specific thing and trying to be better in that area of your life. Obviously your word should and can definitely look different than my word because it's going to mean something different to you. And I was really thinking about, okay, how can I step into all that God has for me this year And doing it in a way that's authentic to me, but that really challenges me and forces me to do things that make me uncomfortable in my life. So for me, mine is generosity. And I say generosity because this is something that I've struggled with throughout my life in the sense of my finances. And I think a lot of that stems back from childhood always just feeling like there was this um, lack of, if you will, when it came to money, like a scarcity mindset about running out of money or never having enough money. And so what we tend to do in that, it, and with that is we become frugal. 
and our hearts get closed off and we're scared to spend our money because you don't know when it's going to come back to you. And I've seen this really have a stronghold over my life, especially the last couple of years as I've really been getting more into church and hearing about what it means to give, right? And to give God freely with your with your finances and not have any expectation in return. <clears throat> and so for me, this is something I challenged myself with and I'm by no means talking about this to pat myself on the back or give myself any of this credit because truthfully, it's very hard for me. And maybe that sounds selfish to admit, but it's easier for me to live in a world like probably all of us where I'm worrying about myself, but I understand that it's much bigger than me. And even though I'm in a position right now where I really don't, I'm not in a place that I like could, should be giving, right? I mean, I'm between jobs and I'm not really sure what my paychecks are like you know it's it's scary but I challenged myself that every week I was going to give a certain amount back to the church and I just do it automatically so I don't even have to think about it or consciously press the button and honestly I've been doing it for probably a month now yeah right before the new year I started and I I'm just continuing to live life. It's Again, it's a little step for me, but it's a big step in my heart. And I've also thought about, in a way, how can I give back to the people around me, like just even in my life um, or people, you know, we see homeless people all the time and, and the thing is always like, oh, I don't want to give them cash, this and the other. But I'm starting to think, well, how can we give in another form, right? Whether that's like with food or you know, just uh, a kind word. And so I think for me, when you open, okay, not for me, in general, when you open your heart to generosity and you do it from a place that's like you really just want to give to somebody and not expect anything in return, it's just like Christmas. I feel like the older we get, we love to give gifts more than we like to get them because there's just something about that spirit of giving that makes you also feel feel good as well. And I think what it does is it also takes the attention and the focus off of us and our problems and that vanity that we can have. And it just puts it onto the other person, but in, in the best way possible. And so for me, that's going to be my word this year is generosity. And that, again, it doesn't just mean within my finances. That could be within my time, within my devotion, in my relationships. So that's that's what I want you to do today, right? Starting this new year, all the goals we have for ourselves, all these vision boards, it's, it's all wonderful and it's all great. But I want you to think of one word. What is one word You can even draw a Venn diagram with it. I don't care. One word. And then from there, how can you build the branches off of that one word to accomplish some of these goals that you have for yourself? And I think it just kind of goes without saying that doing it this way with one intention, you're more likely to master the skill because you have more time to devote to it and you everything you do will then have this like deeper self-awareness 
to why you're doing it. What part of your heart is it coming from? And you're just going to be more present as well, if that makes sense. Like when you're doing that thing. So let's say for you, your word is, because I almost mean my word action. And I think I can stem that from the word generosity. But I, I said action originally because in my life, I've noticed a trend that I'll start things and then not finish them. That could be little things from like watching a Netflix show. I am famous to not finish like half the shows I start. And it seems like not a big deal, but then that has transcended into my life as well, right? Like in the past, maybe I would have started a project for yoga or some idea, I don't know. And then I just never finished it. Or thinking about this podcast, like I've been saying for years, I want to start a podcast. I want to start a podcast. And then I just never, you know, I start it, don't finish it. So the word for me was going to be action. And so that word can, again, definitely look different for you. But then if, if that is your word, let's say action is your word, then every day, big or small, devote yourself one way that you can take action towards something. If it's like, for example, I'm trying to really see where my money is going and budget better. So last night I downloaded some budget sheet from NerdWallet. And I plotted in my income and it's broke down how much I should be using for my needs, my wants, and then, you know, like different debts that I have. And it was a very small step and not, I can't say my life has changed overnight, but it gives you back some of that power a little bit. Like you feel like you have a little bit more control. And so for me, that tying off the word generosity, that was taking the step to give and to give with a small amount, right? Maybe just above where I feel comfortable. And again, it's not like I do it so that I can tell people about it or feel like I'm a good person. It's more that I'm trying to train my heart to to be softer and to understand that any resource, because money is a resource, that I have is not mine, right? It's given to me so that I can multiply it and and give back. And that's really hard to think that way when you're in a position that you don't know what your, what your next paycheck is going to be. And you, and you don't know if if you're going to get hit with this sudden bill. And then you're like, can I, can I even pay it? And guys, it's hard. It's, it's really hard stuff. But I think that's the challenge and that's where we grow the most when things are hard and they're uncomfortable and we do them anyway. That's what I like about the concept of this 75 hard challenge. So my boyfriend is doing the actual, the hard version. And, you know, we've been talking a lot about it and I really at first didn't fully understand the challenge. Like I understood the challenge, but I didn't understand the why behind all of the things it requires. And now I do because the whole idea is training your brain that that you can do hard things. And that when you do those hard things, you start to build resilience. Like it shouldn't feel good. That's the whole idea with the gyms being so packed the first two weeks of the year and then people fall off because what happens is people get motivated, but they don't get disciplined because motivation is a fleeting feeling. 
Some days I wake up ready to run the world and that's usually after I have coffee. And then there's other days where like, I don't want to do anything. I remember clients used to ask me at the gym, oh, you wouldn't understand. Like you love working out. And I'm like, no, I don't. There are many. I'm going to be honest with you. Probably more days than not that I don't feel like working out. Like it's very rare. I mean, it happens, that, but it's rare that I wake up and I'm like, I can't wait to go to the gym today. And that's just the truth. But the fact of the matter is I go because I understand the importance of it. And I understand that with anything, there has to be consistency. It's the only way we see results. So for me, it's more, it's just so past that because I've been, you know, I've been doing it long enough now that it truly is just a habit. It's just a part of my life. But that's really hard to start. And that's where I think people go so wrong with this idea of hitting the ground running, going super hard, eating like crap to all of a sudden eating on a restrictive diet. Like it's just as human beings, we are going to fail. It's just like that's really the reality. So I think going into this year with one word, one intention is going to help all the other areas of your life because I think when you can prove to yourself that you can do one thing well then you can do other things well too I was listening to Mel Robbins of course um, and she was answering questions for listeners about what how she has found her the most success because she is an entrepreneur in many she she wears many different hats and she was saying And this really stuck with me because, again, this is something I am notoriously known to do. But she's like, I go into the new year and I think about one new skill that I want to learn, just one. And I spend that year learning all that I can about that skill. And so for me, that that really resonated and thinking specifically about my podcast. um, I'm like, yeah, that I need to and I want to learn all that I can about what it is to have a successful podcast and how to, you know, attract more of you guys to listen to the show and so that it can just leave a bigger impact because that's really what we're trying to do here, right? Is it's not for me. It's not for my own ego. It's just like I'm just the byproduct of the benefits that you could get from from the show. So that's what I want you to do as you move into your week and through the year. I mean, come back, revisit this episode as much as you need and really get serious about that one word. Visualize that word, write down that word, meditate on that word, whatever that looks like for you and really start to build out how you can take steps towards achieving that word in different areas of your life. So before I close the show, I just want to read a couple verses to encourage you as you embark on this wonderful journey that is 2024. Proverbs 16, 19 says, the heart of man plans his ways, but the Lord establishes his steps. Matthew 6, 25 to 26. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body or what you will put on. If not life more than food and the body more than clothing, look at the birds of the air, They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more of value to them? 
And the point of those, the encouragement I want to leave you with is God will give you what you need, but he needs your heart and he needs your willingness to take the action. So what we can do, right, is we can take the steps. We do what we can in the natural so that then God can step in and then do the supernatural. And I've seen it time and time again in my life and in the people I love's life that God does show up. He really does. And he loves you and he wants nothing but the best for you. But we have, we play a part in this as well. We have to take the step forward, do the hard work, do the things that feel hard. Do not be lazy, right? Is basically what it's saying. Think about that every time you exercise that muscle in your brain, when you do something that you do not feel like doing, it's just going to be a tiny bit easier the next time. And then the next time, and then the next time. And that's how we build our mental fortitude. And that's how we can do hard things because life is going to be hard. It doesn't matter if you're a Christian or if you're not, there's no magic formula that is going to protect you from pain. I mean, it says in the Bible, in this life, we will experience sorrow and we will experience hard times, but it's where do we put our trust in those moments? Where do we put our faith and where do we bring our attitude when when that happens? We can sit, we can woe is me, and trust me, I can woe is me. Like, I do it very well. But when I get into that place, I really have to get deep inside myself and be like, Gina, I mean, if nothing changes, nothing changes, right? So no one's necessarily going to come and save you. You have to take those proactive steps and when you do I promise where you will need provided for God will show up he will intervene and he will give you exactly what you need and sometimes it's not going to be what we want I'm going to say most of the time it might not be what we want but it's always going to be for our good and it's always going to build and add onto our character development and tying it all back to my original point I believe all of it shapes us and helps us and leads us into stepping into what God truly has for us and wants for us. So I hope that this message resonated with you in some way, shape, or form. I want you to be very serious about this one word, okay? I don't care if you're in the car driving or listening to this while you're cooking. Say it out loud. Repeat it over and over. Repeat different words until you find one that really feels like you are you are called to focus in on this one specific area in your life. And then again, you just build it out from there. Write it down, type it out, and then start to put your thoughts on paper and just see what that looks like for you and what steps you can take every single day, right? Because Rome was not built in a day. But what you can do today to take action towards that one thing. So I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in and I appreciate your patience as I took my two-week much-needed rest from the show. If you guys enjoyed the message, please be sure to rate the podcast and share this with a friend because I think we all need this encouragement as we go into 2024. There is room for everybody to win here and that is the most beautiful part. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I have a treat for you on uh, next week's episode so I'll be going back to Uh, normal programming as usual Monday nights 6 p.m 
and really exciting news I added it to the footer of the show my website is now up and running it is more geared for my yoga studio and my classes but I do have a tab there for my podcast and how you can hear my podcast and share uh, what my podcast is all about so don't you guys forget even in 2024 no matter what today brings no matter what tomorrow brings there's nobody more equipped for this journey than you